Oh, we got the music coming in hot. It's a Thursday. I got Ben Hadley on this side of me. I'm hanging out in a crazy different city, and there's much rejoicing in the auto world. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop there it is. when they see I needed that vibe this morning. There you go. There you go. Ben, how you doing, man? I feel like pretty gangster right now, dude. Um, yeah. I got, I got one of these. I got two of these. <laughs> And I'm waiting for my third coming yes. in May. Let's go. Let's go. So if you couldn't see it, Ben's got both a Sotocon scarves on right now. Let's so go. apparently it's cold in Burlington. Let's go. It is freezing, dude. Say? It's like 58 <laughs> degrees. I'm freezing. That's that's bad. That's freezing for you. You got problems coming in about two months. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I live in Vermont. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah. No. So Ben is talking about the fact that a SodoCon is coming in May this year. We've gone from September to May, and uh, we are going to be still back at the same venue just south of the Baltimore uh, airport, a little bit north of D.C., and uh, the venue was fire this year. The conversations so are going to be so good next year. We've got crazy plans. Um, there's plans coming together with like different entities going to be doing different content sections that we've never, that we've never done before. Um, and uh, I'm excited about it. So May 14th through 17th, you got to get your calendar set up uh, for that right now. Also fire the, the rooms. Absolutely fire best some of the best rooms i think i've ever stayed at on conference isn't that part, like part one you're like why is part that one. even a case <laughs> no that's a thing dude like right. you know what i mean you're gonna fly away from your family you want a good hotel room right. two is the food that y'all supplied that let me underscore y'all supplied because normally they're like oh go we're gonna half-ass the food because we know you're gonna go go do something else no right you're not gonna skip this food you're gonna go eat it. It's dope. Yes, absolutely. Like lunch every day, everybody was eating because it was that good. So yeah. they had all. It's, oh, it's, man. it's yeah, insane. It's so good, and they already like we we've talked to them, and we're like, we can't do the same food next year. You realize? And they're like, oh no, we got ideas. All right, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> so it's good. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Uh, oh no, let me. Uh, I got to talk about this. You've been on Auto Collabs before. Everybody that comes on Auto Collabs and all of the episodes of the Auto Collabs podcast, which you can get on any podcast pr- platform, always have a ton of fun. And we had a, uh, a conversation with Lindsay Sabatone, the director of dealer relations at, at Car Gurus, and you have to listen to it. Your literal mind will be blown uh, at the end of it. The stuff that she, she's trying to do. The title. Yeah. I love the title. Well, the title is amazing. And when you hear what she's doing with the title, because it's a brand new title that they've never had before, that's what gets a little, that's what gets crazy. So Auto Collabs, find it on anywhere you get your podcasts. But this morning, we got to talk about some celebration news. So do we have an audio bug for this? Tell me we have an audio bug for this. No, we don't have oh, an audio no. bug. I was hoping today would be the day where Jordan Cox would come in strong with a brand new audio bug for the UAW update because the UAW update today uh, is one that we've been waiting for for a hot minute. Um, the UAW strike with Ford could possibly be over just two weeks after the UAW. Bam, bam, bam. Here you go. Yep, there it is. Uh, just two weeks after the UAW sent 8,700 workers home from a Ford plant in Kentucky, the two sides have reached a historic 
uh, tentative agreement, sending almost 20,000 workers back to their jobs. Here's a couple of details on the deal. Uh, the deal, uh, mainly across, across everyone, um, has 11% raises for all workers as soon as it goes into action, uh, and a total of 25% in raises over the next four years. It also reinstates COLA, or cost of living adjustments, and offers a three-year path uh, to top wages, which used to be almost double as long. Um, UAW, Vice, uh, uh, UAW Ford Vice President Chuck Browning Started that stated that the new agreement holds more value in each year than the entire 2019 deal. Workers on a lower t- tier paid scale could even see up to 85% raises, and temporary workers could get 150% raises. So, absolutely historic. Uh, the the only the only caveat here is in order for it to go into effect. Uh, the, the union workers have to ratify the deal, which expects to get done, uh, here in the next week, but they're back to work, Ben. That's huge. I would say it's also massive as a recapitalization or revaluation of human capital. Think about it from that lens, right? Yep. It's like, yep, robots are here. Yep. AI is here, but what is super valuable still and only trending up? freaking humans humans yeah uh, and 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 particularly in in working jobs like like manufacturing yeah. jobs um so it's it is a big win and I, I think especially with all of the ai in the world right now and kind of figuring out like what what is the value of human capital and it's clear that it's of high value to ford like keeping that around because uh, otherwise they would have just totally they they would have just like punted on the whole uh, agreement totally uh, here's here's what the real cost is uh, Ford has stated that over the, the uh, course of the 43 days, the strike has cost the company almost a billion dollars, 888 million. Another, yeah, that's another dollars. way of saying that, that's another valuation of human capital, essentially, <laughs> right? What happens when humans yeah. don't do anything? You know what I mean? It's like, yep, uh, quite a lot. So quite a all lot. day. It's all about the people. Well, speaking of evaluation of capital, Segway. Vietnamese EV automaker, who we've talked about a lot, uh, it, uh, probably like six to nine months ago, VinFast Auto is significantly changing up its U.S. and can- Canadian sales approach by adding actual dealerships with its direct sales model. So uh, the strategic shift is in line with the company's ambitious plans and uh, their launch of new models coming to the U.S., the company currently has recruited 27 dealers across 12 states, adopting a hybrid sales model, so direct and indirect, uh, to augment its uh, sales. Primarily active in California, uh, and they've got a planned total of 100 open points nationwide. I remember when they opened this up, and there were a few dealers that were like, I'll raise my hand, I'll raise my hand, I want to deliver these vehicles. Um, a, an industry veteran, Duke Hale, who's an advisor to VinFast, said, uh, even though they're moving this way, he said, and I quote, you can't just wave a magic wand and put it in a hundred dealers, the paperwork, the state filings, all that stuff. It's going to take some time, but this is a big move coming from a new OEM in, in the EV space. It's also, it's notable to me because it's like everybody sort of flex themselves as wanting to be the next Tesla, right? Mm-hmm. VinFast is saying, no, 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 no. We just want to be the next VinFast, right? Like we don't, we're going to play our own playbook here. And 
I'm obsessed with people. I wrote about this a little while ago. Like who? Seventeen dudes invented agile, right? Right. Versus waterfall for for uh, product management. Like that is more innovative and has sparked more innovation than anything. That this is like a veering from the typical. Oh, that playbook seems to work. Let's just copy and paste it. Yep. Uh, and this, these guys are saying, no, 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 no. Like we're going to do it our own way. And I love that. I hope it wins. Yeah, I hope it wins too. And um, the the interesting part for me is this is also one of the lowest priced EV uh, automakers. And so, oh yeah, like the combination I think of a sales network um, of not having to. Uh, create capital expenditures that are on their books, but are on dealer books, um, yep. and and the ability to to be at a price point that uh, allows like more people in the U.S. and Canada to purchase. I have a feeling that this is going to speed up their adoption rates in the U.S. Um, they uh, their their VinFast is still aiming to have a presence in fifty global markets by the end of twenty twenty four with North America and Canada witnessing a massive sales uptick because of uh, their growth through their dealer network. So holla only to thing, the dealer networks. Dope on the dealer network. My only like asterisk on this is like kinda wish it was a different name. That's it. That's it. Critique over it. Critique over it. <laughs> the like name a, is just not like somewhat. VinFast, like uh, ooh, yeah. right. it's like oh, you yeah. had to put Vin in there, you know? Vehicle yeah. identification number fast. <laughs> Maybe Sweet. they'll be the first to have APIs for their dealers. Oh, yeah. sorry. Whoa. Oh, wow. Hot wow. Take. Got him. Right. Got him. Let's go. uh, I have no segue now. My segue yeah. disappeared with the hot take. Um, but uh, this is kind of a fun story. So if leggings and robot vacuums aren't enough, Let's just become a vet, right? Uh, Amazon is looking to take a large chunk of the $137 billion pet market and compete with Walmart Plus vet service offerings. Uh, so uh, the U.S. market on, on pet services uh, is expected to grow by $200 billion by the end of the decade, largely driven by the fact that pet health care is becoming more popular. Companies like Chewy and Petco, who are primarily pet companies, are already expanding into their pet health verticals to maintain their market share. Um, there does, uh, there is a lot of like regulatory, regulatory hurdles, obviously that companies like Walmart and Amazon and others that are not, uh, healthcare providers have to overcome. And Amazon has actually, and the reason why people are talking about this is they've already spent over uh, $400,000 just on lobbying efforts, uh, to make sure that the digital health oversight can come. Um, Hmm. this is, this is where I think that this is really key. and, And the reason why we included this story today for dealers and the dealer network is Amazon recognizes that they can ship and deliver subscription services, medicine, pet products, pet supplies, all of the things that are required to take care of like having a virtual office for pets. Um, And so now they get the opportunity And it had to freeze you on like that too, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> can you, you can still hear me? Just, oh, I can that's, hear you. You're great. Oh, but like, you know on. what? They never freeze you. Give it to what me like that? this. Give it to me like this. Come on. Nathan, help me out. Boom. There I am. Boom. Look at that. We're coming in. High. They never freeze you in like a great moment. You know what I mean? Never, You're always like. Ever. Yeah, yeah. It's the worst. It's the worst. Uh, but this is what I think is key is they are looking at this vertical where 
they're like, we already do all of the things necessary to deliver in this vertical. So why wouldn't we just adopt that as a vertical as well? Because we can leverage oh, our yeah. network and we can leverage all of that. And it's, it actually talks, it's, it, it's a direct relationship with the story just a second ago with VinFast. It's like, hey, wait a second, we've got space, we've got land, we've got a dealer. And you and I have talked a lot about like, where are dealers going to find profit centers as margins get squeezed because of the sales model? Yep. Yeah. It's a classic Amazon play, uh, find underserved niche, fill it, map out full customer journey, segment the customer journey, and then just own, oh, what do you, you buy a pet? Well, we can't like ship pets yet. All right, fuck. Can't do that. Right. Then, 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 then. And it's like, we're going to, we're going to just own each part of that customer journey uh, until the whole thing is Amazonified. And hundred uh, percent after you buy a car, uh, who gains a customer, not just the dealer, but the OEM, the banks, the insurance, insurance companies, yep. boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So right? which, which idea. of those verticals can you take the dealer sales process, the dealer service process and start to map to another vertical and find yes. revenue streams uh, because that's what the big companies are doing. So that's the encouragement. Oh, I know yeah. that the dealers are going to have some ideas on that. And I can't wait to see what some of our friends come up with. But for now, you know what? Just get, get your celebration on for the Ford UAW update because that's a big deal. We don't have to it's talk about that anymore. It's a big win for auto. We'll see what GM and Stellantis do. Uh, but other than that, just have a good day. You know?